Greeks way to understand the Emerald Tablet. But you are in the desert, so immerse yourself in it. The desert will give you an understanding of the world. In fact, anything on the face of the earth will do that. You don't even have to understand the desert. All you have to do is contemplate a simple grain of sand, and you will see in it all the marvels of creation. How do I immerse myself in the desert? Listen to your heart. It knows all things because it came from the soul of the world, and it will one day return there. Hello, hello, hello. Can you guys hear me? Let me add uh, Mandy. Hello, 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 Stepanistas. We're so glad that you guys are joining us today. This is Blair. And uh, this is Into the Steppenverse. Today, we're going to be doing uh, fantastic things in this uh, space. We're going to go over The Alchemist, one of our favorite books. And we're also going to, of course, talk about the rainbow sneakers and everything that is happen happening in, in the, um, the Steppen world, Steppenverse. So super happy that you guys are joining us today. Um, to start, Armand is going to join me uh, and talk a little bit about uh, what we plan to do today. Of course, we're going to go over the book, The Alchemist, then we're going to discuss of the rainbow sneakers. And uh, of anyone that wants to join us on stage can do that after we do the introduction. Hold on just a moment. Hello, guys. Armandi here, welcome to our space into the Steppenverse. As usual, I'm going to start with a quote to set up the energy and the sp on the space, right? So, of course, I'm going to quote the most famous quote from the alchemist, and it is this one. And when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping, in helping you to achieve it. That's the quote. And when you want something, all the universe conspire in helping you to achieve it. The interesting part of understanding this is when you really want it, and that's the thing. How many of us actually don't know what really want? And of course, the universe won't conspire with you if you really don't want it from your heart. And that's what we will talk about it. Uh, Blair, uh, he's, she's going to tell us about Paulo Coelho, about his story, and, and everything about why he created this great piece of literature. And in my, way, in my case, I will talk more deeply about the hero's journey, why this book portraits that journey that all of us as human should actually uh, uh, experience in our life and we will go uh, a little bit deeper into that about the, the book and about who create this hero's journey and who, uh, and who put it on words so Blair please 
Yes, Armandi, I love, I love that quote. That's one of my favorites from uh, Paulo Coelho. You know that the universe is always working in our favor if we, you know, are willing to uh, take action and take risks in life, right? To make that happen. And I, what I love about the story of uh, Santiago and, and his journey is that, of course, he says he chose to be a, a shepherd because he wanted to like travel and have adventures and see the world. And interestingly, of course, at the end, uh, he came back to Andalusia, right? And uh, I don't know if everybody has read the book. I hope you guys have. Uh, can you clap or do a heart or something to let us know if you guys have read it? And, uh, and then, of course, I'm going to give you a little bit of background. It's actually Hispanic Heritage Month um, in the United States, at least. And Paulo Coelho is one of the most famous and actually the, the uh, Brazilian that has sold more books in the world. I think he almost, you know, caught up with the Bible, which is amazing. So many people have bought his book. And I just wanted to give you a little bit of background on who he is. Uh, he's, uh, you know, of course, Brazilian. He speaks Portuguese. And he was brought up as a Catholic. And when he was a child, his uh, parents thought that he was crazy because he would come up with uh, these crazy ideas of things that he wanted to do. He wanted to be a singer. He wanted to be a poet. And uh, his parents were very strict Catholic family that didn't understand him. So when he was like 17 years old, they committed him to a psychiatric hospital. And, uh, you know, because they thought he was crazy. And, you know, so he had a difficult, rebellious teenager years where he really didn't know what he wanted to do. He also did a lot of drugs and had like psychedelic trips. And, uh, you know, that uh, opened the door for him to start having like spiritual experiences and wanted to uh, do pilgrimages around the world. Uh, he later wrote a book called The Pilgrimage, which is actually my, my most favorite book of his. I, I, of course, love The Alchemist, but uh, The Pilgrimage is, is really his own life. So he started writing uh, stories and then, you know, he wrote The Alchemist. It wasn't successful at the beginning when he wrote the book. But people started telling other people about the book. And what it was unique about the book is that he did so many things in that book, right? He did storytelling, he included spiritual experiences and uh, how we as humans have to, you know, take action and, and, and uh, go in, in an adventure to find our personal legend is what he calls it. So I hope I gave you a good background about Paulo Coelho. He, of course, went on to write many of the books. And right now he lives in uh, Geneva, Switzerland. He says it's, uh, it's a place that he likes because of the mountains and, you know, it reminds him of uh, Brazil. And I think he spent some of uh, his time also in, uh, in, uh, in Brazil. I actually met him and had correspondence with him because I invited him to, uh, to a um, Hispanic uh, author's uh, event in Miami where Isabel Allende participated, he participated. So he was really nice, humble, and uh, very, you know, down to earth. So that's the introduction to Paulo Coelho. And now I think uh, Armand is going to talk a little bit more about 
uh, you know, what the, the book meant to him and about, you know, how he relates it to what he's doing right now in his life. So, Armandi? Excellent. So, for me, yeah, I'm just going to write number one, The Alchemist. For me, uh, it's the number one. And the second is going to be The Red Book from Carl Jung. Uh, and the reason why The Alchemist is rated number one for me, some people actually don't like The, the, the Alchemist. They say it's too commercial and stuff like that. But for me, it was a life-changing book because I remember I was, I, I had finished my, my first major economics and I was doing this, uh, um, I, was do, I was studying for this, like, uh, how, how do you call? I was studying something else and I was about to finish that one. And I got into my hands that book and until I read that book, I actually didn't enjoy reading. After reading The Alchemist, uh, reading became one of my passions. But after reading The Alchemist, I did many changes in my life. Uh, I decided to actually take the hero's journey and, and, and I moved from, from, I was living with my parents and I'm here in, in Mexico and I moved from Mexico to Vancouver to the unknown. I have never lived in another country before, but after reading this story, it gets it got me all the all the all the energy to actually do this change in my life. And in a way I, I felt like this shepherd that left everything and that sold his ships to find this new world. And up, up, up until this moment, I still feel I am living the story of the alchemist. So we will go deep inside of that. Uh, where the alchemist come from? Okay, so the alchemist come from something that the author Joseph Campbell calls the hero's journey. And what is the hero's journey? The hero's journey is something that all human beings should experience when they want to experience growth in, in their life. And this hero's journey is very specific. Everything starts uh, from, from someone who actually uh, is comfortable in, in the place they are. They don't want changes. Uh, and, and of course, they, they feel like they shouldn't do any other changes in their life. But suddenly, and I'm going to quote one of the, the Paulo Coelho's book quotes, you will never be able to escape from your heart. So it is better to listen to what it has to say. Or, 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 or this other quote, every blessing ignores becomes a curse. So to understand this is we all, of course, feel comfortable where we are, but we also have this energy who's trying to push, to push ourselves to grow and to become something else, something better. And that's when, when we start to noticing this feeling, it's the first part to start the hero's journey. So for example, in this case, uh, Santiago, the, the character of the book, he was a shepherd and he had a dream. His dream was 
uh, uh, seeing the, the, the pyramids, right? But he was just a shepherd. So he decided, the first thing that he did was to follow his dream. He decided to sell uh, his ships, right? He decided to, to sell these ships that were inherited from his parent and, and so on and so on, right? So in here, we just can see what the hero's journey begins. Begins with a sacrifice. Begins with a sacrifice of our comfort and of what was to, to start this other journey. But then he sells his ships and he traveled to, see, to this other country and they robbed him. <laughs> so so in this in this other country they they took away what what he got from sell, selling the ships and the whole book actually tells you all the adventures that he has to endure to actually see uh, or, or to accomplish his dream up until the end to find out that uh, his dream was actually just pushing him to go back to the place where he began, but better, to find a, a greater treasure. Uh, what do you think about Blair? Yes, Armandi, I totally, yes, that's, that's one of the uh, um, twists in the book, uh, that he goes uh, to Egypt trying to uh, find the, I mean, to find the treasure, right? And uh, he gets robbed and has to work in a in a store. And I think that's uh, part of what in a shop that he uh, starts like growing as a person, right? He develops his own inner uh, strength and character. So difficulties in life is what prepares us to be able to um, have awareness of our own. Um, um, strength in our own uh, survival skills and how we can uh, learn and adapt. And I think it's very relevant to what is happening to us right now in Stepin, that everybody's like, uh, they want somebody else to come and save them, to give them a solution, to make it easy for them. And, you know, it's, it's about you having your own inner strength and, and your own, um, uh, how do you say, like, you know, confidence in what you have um, selected in life to do, right? If you select it to invest in step in and get your sneakers, uh, I guess, you know, in, in, in Santiago's um, parable is that he worked with that. He worked with what he had and he made it become something um, better for him, right? But, yeah, but you know what, what is interesting? Okay, so in, in, in Santiago's adventure, actually, he gets robbed twice. First, he gets robbed. He, he gets robbed uh, after experience, uh, you know, what, what Paulo Coelho calls the beginner's luck. Every time that we going to start a journey, we all may experience what he called the beginner's luck. Like, for example, when I traveled to Vancouver, for me, the first six, the, no, the first three months, I experienced what, uh, he could call the, ex the the beginner's luck because everything went well. He, I did the, the sacrifice. I, I tried to 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 live in here, and I met the right people and stuff like that. Right. So so 
you start to seeing that as soon as you get into this new journey or new adventure, things actually start to getting in their place and you feel you start to feel confident and at some point you start to feel a little bit cocky. And and you know what? This also happened to me in Steppen as well. At the beginning I had the beginner's luck when I bought GMT on Binance at 0.001. No, at 0.001 I, I, I brought I got some from the Binance launch and then then I bought a GMT at, at 0.01. And I felt so lucky about it, and and I and I, I start to feel like like I was unstoppable, right? This is the beginner's luck, and then you start to check all the sneakers and and the prices, and you start to make all this money and stuff like that, and also in crypto as well. And then in March, uh, after March, and between March and today, we we've experienced all this dip around crypto, right? So at the beginning, you felt so lucky that you start to get cocky. And then the, the, the universe or the world actually puts you to the test. And this luck, you start actually losing this luck. And you need to actually go to the next phase that Paulo Coelho calls the warrior's test. And this is an, an endurance test because, of course, you you would love to have beginner luck every time, but once that you start getting the grip of what you want to do, uh, the universe will start to actually test your endurance. It will start to test w- uh, your knowledge, and and of course the way to put that test into into its place is with challenges, with failures, and with all these kind of things, right? So yes. So it is very interesting because if we understand the book, Santiago gets robbed twice. Gets robbed in the beginning after experiencing the beginner's luck, but also gets robbed at the almost at the end when he is about to see uh, his dream fulfilled. Right. Yes. And 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 so many people don't understand this. Uh, in a way, this is a, a symbolic uh, uh, on a shown of how we human experience things. At the beginning, we got the beginner's luck. Then we get put into the test. Then we start doing things. Uh, we start learning and we start to become uh, good at what we do. And then once that you're about to reach what you have, you will get tested as well to see if you really want it. Yes, and, and, and you know, Armandy, going over some of um, the other quotes from that book, right? The famous one that is, uh, there is only one thing that makes a dream impossible to achieve, and it's the fear of failure. And I think that's that's big for Stepan, because for us, I mean, as users, is that, you know, our fear of failing is what stops us from actually achieving our goals. Because, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a like you say, it's an endurance and uh, um, and you have to stay committed to your dream and to achieving your your legend, right? Which is a long journey, and just enjoy the process of going through it. And uh, the the good thing about stepping is that it's something that you can uh, enjoy by by uh, you know creating healthy habits. So I think all the lessons in the book are amazing, and um, I just uh, we got to the twenty three twenty. Um, o'clock 
And so we're going to invite other people to join us in the discussion. I don't know, Armando, do you want to add anything else besides uh, what we discussed about the book so that others might uh, give us also their perspective of how it affected their lives or, you know, um, make any comments? So, guys, you can request to, to speak, okay? Okay, so, okay, for me, part of the book, the, the, the part that I really enjoy and uh, that I experienced in my life was like in this book, he, Santiago meets two very uh, mystic persons. In the beginning, well, almost at the beginning, he meets this king, well, ha, like a, a guy that he described as a king or as a priest with a, a golden vest with jewels, right? And he start like, he talks about the universe and about all this stuff. And then at the end, well, at halfway to the end, he meets the, the alchemist. And, and the alchemist give him this gold, these pieces of gold that represent all the wisdom and knowledge that he's passing to, to Santiago, right? And once that he gets closer to, the, to Egypt, he gets robbed and, be, and beat him and beat her, uh, and they beat him and they rob one of the gold pieces, but he keeps the other one to go back to himself. And, and discover the real treasure that is himself. So if we if we try to understanding, for example, right now the situation with Stepen, it is pretty much something something like that, because uh, we of course it's impossible not to experience all the riches that we could bring and stuff like that in like very fast. But this is just an illusion. Getting things fast. And getting profit fast, it's an illusion that actually cannot last forever in anything in life. And when we experience lust after getting all these uh, benefits, that actually put us into a darker place if we don't know how to handle it. So I think that's very interesting about understanding this part of, of, of our journey here in Stepen, because right now, we are still in a, in a bear market. And until we don't overcome this bear market, uh, we should play the endurance game. Don't risk more that, uh, that you could afford. Well, always, we always say don't risk more that you can afford, but I would say don't risk, uh, don't risk more uh, that you, like, than your strategy. Like if you are going to put to risk your strategy, to get it, the chance to get something like a rainbow or stuff like that, don't do it. Stick to your strategy. Keep growing in the game slowly but surely. And that endurance will give you into the long term. It will make you grow as a, as a person and into the project as well. Yep. I agree 100%. And... Uh... Our dear friends, the Stepanistas, the Stepaniers, guys uh, and girls, join us and, and uh, talk about the book. I know Catherine uh, had mentioned to me, I see him here, that he uh, loved that book. So join us here and, and tell us your, your experience with reading uh, uh, The Alchemist. Well, or well, okay, well. Some people want to join us. I'm just going to talk about how this hero journey uh, 
there's many steps. I'm going to recommend this other book because the, the one who actually started speaking about the hero's journey was Joseph Campbell in his book, The Hero's Journey. is one of the pieces of literatures more interesting that you could actually read in your life. It's in one of in my top 10 uh, books. And it explains you how everything starts, right? You start in the status quo where everything is just cool. And then you start moving in this series of phases. The first phase is call to adventure. The second is assistance. The third is the departure to, to a, new, a new place. Then you get the trails. Then the five is the approach. Then you experience crisis. After the crisis, very interesting, you will get into the treasure, then the results, and then return to, return to what you were, to a new life, then the resolution, and everything starts again. This here journey is not a, an, an end point. It's something that we experience over and over and over again. What up, my friend, Rata? Rata, Rata, you're, you're up. Out of you. What up? How are we, people? Oh, oh, great. I see that you're doing your sessions, right? Indeed. Indeed. We're 5Ks in now, 10Ks to go. Just listening to my friends uh, break down this book. It sounds like a really interesting book. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to load it up on my Audible and, uh, and listen to it on the, on the following days. Have you have you experienced the hero's journey, my friend? I have indeed, a couple of times, and I agree what you, with what you say. Is it's a it's a cycle, you know? When you go through the hero's journey, I'm not saying I'm a hero, but you go through the hero's journey, it, it always ends up with the same place, comfortable. So you have to start again, and that's the hardest part, is because. It's like um, the start of the book where you say he inherits some sheep and becomes a shepherd. It sounds to me like the sheep, uh, he doesn't own the sheep, the sheep own him. So in order totally. for him, to, in order for him to, to realize what he is as a person, he needs to, to cut loose of the ties that are defining him as a person so he can find out what he's really made of and I think we all fall in that trap with the material lifestyle that's hard to avoid is we have material goals and we achieve those goals but then those material possessions end up owning us not the other way around so it's like that balance of um, not dragging all this material baggage through your life it defines you, but obviously, in this world we live in, you have to have some. So it's like it's a tricky balance, a tricky tightrope to walk. What do you think about that, Armandi? Everything is about balance, and and you know what? The, the thing is understanding what your the the key here is understanding where your heart wants to take you, right? Uh, because that's the problem. When you know, like, we like to actually, uh, we like to cheat ourselves. 
sometimes you know you have to do something, but you don't do it because you are comfortable. Why moving if I'm just comfortable enough? But there's this inner call that uh, I cannot describe it, but you can just feel it, right? When you're doing a, a big change. Like for example, what, what would you say was your, your change to experience a hero journey, my friend? I would probably say uh, when I had my, my first child, my baby boy, um, I was living the life of a, of a comfortable man. You know, I, I, I had a job that paid well. I, I was content with everything I had, but I wasn't giving a lot of my life to anybody else. Um, and the idea that um, I'd have to almost share my power and that there would not be en enough for myself. Um, I felt resistance there. Um, and when my wife fell pregnant for the first time, um, I was nervous, but I was also excited. And um, that first time, we actually went through a miscarriage. And the pain of the miscarriage, it, it showed me my what you just said about um, why my heart's actual desire. You know, the heart overpowered the ego at that moment because I knew that I wanted to, I wanted to go through that journey and share that power. And so we tried again, and we had a lovely boy. His name is uh, Milan Kahukura Haven Cowie, and Kahukura means rainbow so a rainbow baby is a baby that you have after a miscarriage and so that's my wee boy and I feel like if I hadn't have gone through that that pain like you say being robbed I wouldn't have had that guiding compass light showing my heart exactly what I wanted and uh so that was my hero's journey, I think, the one that comes to mind. Oh, my friend, you, you almost get a tears on my, on my eyes because you know what? I did experience something like that with, with my ex-ex-partner. And, and you, you said something very, very true. The heart overcomes the, the, the ego. And, and, you know, when I was living with my ex-ex-partner, we had a miscarriage as well. But actually, after having that, our relationship just didn't survive because of that pain, right? But that set me as well into another hero's journey that I experienced. And and that that was my, my sec. I'm going to call it every time that we experience something very dark uh, it's called in in, in some uh, spiritual circles it's called the dark night of the soul i could imagine that you experienced that with your miscarriage uh, of your of your baby as well and for me it was very tough right or relation the relationship that i had didn't survive but it makes me grow as a person 
And I could say to, to this moment that, that that happened to me on 2012. That was my first dark, the first real dark night of the soul that I have experienced. And the only thing that I could say about that, that was that it made me grow so much because of it. Uh, so I totally agree with you, my friend. Uh, losing a, a baby in that way is one of the the tests, the, the hardest test that we can have as, as human beings, right? For all the yes. expectations and stuff like that. For you, it was uh, ha- like, but it makes you value having the the baby that you have right now, right? Right, so that's a beautiful name, Rainbow. Can you can you say again uh, the, the word uh, that means- Beautiful name. Um, so his first name is Malan. Malan. His middle name is Kahukura. 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 I love it. Yeah. It's a beautiful name and it's just perfect because, uh, you know, after something difficult, after the rain, the rainbow, uh, it's like, uh, you know, once in, a, you know, very, very uh, seldom occasions that you see a rainbow, right? So it's a beautiful name and I'm glad that you went through that uh, difficult situation, but made something beautiful out of it because that's that's the power of our hearts, right? That we are able to overcome difficult moments. Absolutely. And just one more thing to add to what you guys are saying. Um, I think they're all such great points and great um, uh, points of view. Is that It feels like sometimes when you're maybe going through that dark night of the soul, like you say, Amandi, um, that we are so far away from the light. It feels like the tunnel was incredibly long. And uh, it's like a trick. So it's a trick. It's an illusion that the, that the ego plays on your soul because the light is actually very close. And all it takes is that first step. And you'll see it coming closer at like warp speed. You know what I mean? It's an illusion that it's so far away. It's only around the corner. You just have to, you just have to try. And and you know you know why you know why this happened because okay so one of the we all experience cycles in our life right and these cycles is is like like when we see the markets as well ups and downs uh, bull markets bear markets and stuff like that in our life we all experience all these cycles and the problem with these cycles when we experience them is that when we are on top that means when we are when we're feeling happy and successful and stuff like uh, stuff like that we want this to to last forever and nothing lasts forever and wanted wanted to last forever is the first actually the first mistake that we make that will make us go to the next phase and that's the, the, the downfall, right? And when we are experiencing the dark night of the soul, eh, the, this other part of us wants to, to go through as fast as, as we can because we don't want to experience pain eh, for, for a long time. But experiencing this, wanting to, to, to push or to, or to do this faster actually make us suffer more. Once that we understand that these cycles, we need to learn to deal with these cycles as they are, when you are on the top, understanding that nothing lasts forever, 
And when you are at the bottom, understanding the same, that nothing lasts forever, but you need to actually leave the, the, the duel, you need to leave and, 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 and experience the pain, it will help you actually to move faster from it. Yes. And I think, yeah. Yeah, no, it's true what you're saying. And, and actually, uh, the, uh, going back to the book, The Alchemist, uh, he actually says that, that the fear of suffering is what makes suffering more difficult because you try to avoid it. And of course, life, you cannot avoid difficult situations or suffering. And it's better to prepare your mind and your heart and, and go through it. And, and when, when you have a, like a dream that you want to achieve, then it's... it's um, you go through those uh, difficult moments still knowing that there's, you know, something at the end, right? Like at the end of the rainbow kind of uh, uh, mentality where you know that the difficult situations are just temporary and you're going to get through them and you're going to be at the other side. And even right now, let me go back to what is happening with the rainbows. What I think of um, is how, you know, it, it was just like 24 hours that they had launched the rainbows. Uh, sneakers and people were already saying it was a failure and I was like it's just 24 hours and it was like only two people have gotten the rainbow it's been only 24 hours you know it's gonna take a while for them to implement that and it's gonna take uh, days for people to get more rainbow shoes and, and and you know for the whole thing to work so how can you already be decrying it a failure right if, if it hasn't been enough time for us to really know uh, whether or not that's going to work. And I, I guess, you know, the more... Uh, actually, Mabel responded back to me. And uh, Mabel, you know, the um, chief revenue officer of Stepen. And she told me that, uh, you know, the words are redundant. And that instead of, you know, uh, going out and, and saying again and again why this is going to work, they're just going to show, show us, you know, take action. So and I agree that's that's the best uh, path, right? Uh, Rata and, and Armandi. Yeah, I think you're right, Thuya. It's a dangerous game of expectations because it, it, it talks to what Armandi is saying. If you see an opportunity as your easy way out, and you and you try that opportunity, and it doesn't work then you will fall further into despair. Where if you have a plan and a strategy to get yourself from point A to point B and you try some luck along the way, but you don't base your strategy around that luck, if it fails, you don't care. You carry on. But if you have no plan and if your plan was to 100% worry about getting lucky, then when you don't get lucky, yeah, you fall further down the hole. And I think that's what we see a lot of times. Yes. In the crypto and, market. And you know what? That's the thing that we all fall into that trap. And it's we fall into the trap of the beginner's luck. Because you think that luck will, will last forever. So as I said, you become cocky, right? And you start over-investing. It just happened to me. It happened to me many times it has happened in my life in other areas right uh, and then when when you fail the problem i'm gonna tell you what's the problem when you fail when you start blaming someone else mm. 
and that's the pro and the problem of blaming someone else is very clear. When you blame someone else, what you're doing is you're taking the power from yourself and put it into something else, and that in itself, it's a trap because you cannot change someone else. The only person that you can change is yourself. So the longer you keep complaining about the situation, you are blaming the others, the longer it will take you to realize that the work that you need to do is yourself. So it will just put you further and further and further away from your goal, right? But when you make a mistake and you, okay, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that should you, you shouldn't complain. You shouldn't feel like a victim for a, for a time, even like cry or feel failure and stuff like that. We are not, we're not, we're humans, right? But you need to be aware that this, this phase, you need to, to move away from this phase as fast as you can in order for you to start working on the, on what's next and, and, and growing because the time that you're spending complaining is the time that you're losing uh, from your from reaching your goal or, or to getting to what you want and that's the, the important part yes and armandi going to what you're saying right now there's another uh, quote from uh, paulo coelho that is perfect for that situation which is that we shouldn't give in to our fears right because when we give in to our fears you won't be able to, to hear your heart or your mind or your intuition and follow it because you're so consumed by fear, right? That it paralyzes you. And, and then you, since you're paralyzed by fear, you look out, outside of yourself for somebody else to give you guidance. And if you find that uh, energy is going to meet with another person with the same vibration, the same energy as yours, and it's going to, reinforce that fear it's gonna uh, tell you yes you know you're right they did something to you they 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 uh, took your money they uh you know you're right i'm i'm in the same boat with you let us both be fearful and and not you know continue our dream or continue our goals because you know now we both feel encouraged by each other's fears and doubts does that make sense? Right. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, Blair. And also, Amandi, I love what you just said about you, you can choose. You can choose your time. You know, if you are upset, that is okay. If you are depressed, that is okay. If you are angry, that is okay. But ask yourself, how long for? Are you going to be angry for 10 years? Probably not. What about five years? I don't think so. If one year, one month, one week, one day, you can choose the time. Give yourself the space to feel the feelings and the emotions, but choose the time. Say to yourself, I'm going to be pissed off for an hour, one minute, 10 seconds, and then look for solutions in yourself. And don't point fingers at other people. We get to choose our time. And that's that control. That's that power we have. It is. It is. And, and you know what? What What is very interesting? That once, is, is, as I told you, we're humans, right? It doesn't mean that I, I, I don't feel 
when I lose or when I fail, everyone hates failing. I hate failing so much, right? I hate it. I don't like to fail. But once that I fail and I, I put myself into this suffering and even I get mad, I remember when I get mad, for example, that's when I run the most. I put myself these Viking, these Viking songs and I feel like I'm going to war. And that's where I put all this energy, right? All this madness or, and all this angry. I, I, I try to diffuse that negative energy into running. That's one of the things that helped me uh, to overcome my dark nights of the souls. That's why I've been running for such a long time, pretty much 10 years running. Because for me, the best therapy that I could have is running. And believe me, the first time that I experienced my, my dark night of the soul, I, I looked help in many places. I went to the psychiatrist. I went, I, I thought I was like ill or something like that. I, I went to the church and stuff like that. And the, the only, the thing that helped me the most was running because pretty much is yourself with your thoughts. And then you start understanding yourself better. Um, but you know what the, the, the important part of, of grieving is? Some people choose to grieve and, and to be bitter for many years. And that's for me, it's a torture. I don't like to suffer. I, I, I know suffering and pain is part of growth, but I don't like to suffer just for the sake of suffering, right? If I'm suffering for the sake of suffering, I will do something to change that. Like I, I hate suffering in vain. And, and, and I think that's the part, like, every time when I feel bitter about something, about a decision or, or about a person, I try to move on as fast as I can, if not for the sake of the person, if not for the sake of the thing that made me bitter, for the sake of myself, uh, for the sake of my own being. Why? Because I'm focusing in growing myself. And, and that's the thing. That's the, yes. thing, the important part, right? Yes, I agree. And, and Armandi, I, I think, you know, what you mentioned about you uh, using uh, running as part of your way of, uh, you know, uh, feel improving your, your mental, mental health and feeling better about what's going on in your life. I also think, uh, you know, everyone here probably has a habit. And I was thinking the other day, you know, about how Stepin has helped us create a new habit, right? And it's a very high... ROI habit that has impacted us in, a, in in many positive ways because like you say walking or running not only helps you with your physical health but also with your creativity with your uh, you know walking in nature uh, you know also improving maybe the way that you sleep and many other things and I would love to hear from everyone that is here guys it's, it's been like uh, almost an hour and it's only been us three here on the stage. And I would love to hear, and, and Armandi too, and Rata from everyone else, like what habits has uh, Stepin created in your lives? And also, of course, you know, if you want to say something about The Alchemist and, you know, how it impacted your life, if you read it, or other, or other ways that it has, uh, uh, you know, created positive uh, effects in your life. Anyone wants to join us? But, Beth, okay. I can see Beth, Catherine, Ross, they, they, Patricia. You know, <laughs> but, but whoever wants to late. join will join. Uh, whoever don't, don't. 
at least at the end this is, is the space that we're sharing and uh, here my friend Ratatouille he just gave us a lot of wisdom a hundred percent the wisdom all comes from you guys I'm taking the wisdom from that uh, from you guys you guys are um are kind people with wise words it's nice to hear from you I think then now uh, one last thing about what you were talking about about grief Amandi is the antidote to grief is forgiveness whether it's forgiving a person like the alchemist who he got robbed and I doubt that he was able to move forward until he forgave that person for robbing him same with life you know I had to forgive the universe for the miscarriage of my first child to move on to appreciate the second. You know, you have to forgive, like you say, not just for the sake of the people and the things on the outside, but more, more so for yourself on the inside. Because carrying that grief long enough, it turns you bitter. So, yeah, forgiveness is a, is a huge part and it is not easy, not easy at all. It's a very, very hard thing but the hardest things are the most important things. Usually, that's what makes us grow, right? So that's why overcoming hardships, like we should all confront hardships because that's what makes us what we really want to become. So for, for me, pain, pain, I love pain. As I told, as I told you guys, pain, experiencing pain, pu putting myself into uncomfortable situations. Some of them, some of other, I don't like. I'm not trying to be perfect, but I try to put myself into as many uncomfortable positions as as I can. Like for example, you know what was an uncomfortable position, Blair? Starting our space, right? And trying to do our space every day. That's why <laughs> now I like you start understanding people. Like for example, Kate Train that he does his daily, his daily step and daily, step and daily, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It's like once that you put yourself into the uncomfortable position, you start understanding all these people because it's very easy to actually judge people when they're doing things right, but if you haven't done it yourself. But once that you start doing it, you start to seeing these small things that you, you, you start learning and, and, and appreciate about people who are, are actually creating content uh, and, and doing things. I like this quote that I actually put myself like many, in many places in Twitter. He who jumps into the void owns no explanation to those who stand and watch it, right? So... Every time that we put ourselves into these uncomfortable positions, we put ourselves into the, the void. And, and it's very easy to judge people seeing it uh, behind uh, on the comfortable position of our chairs while they're doing. Exactly. It's, it, it, it's uh, so on point what you're saying, because that's exactly sometimes how we see founders, right, of new projects. They're like the pioneers and, and uh, people cannot uh, just uh, imagine all the hardships and difficulties that they're experiencing and how hard they might be working. And you're like, 
giving them advice of how to do things and, you know, saying, no, they should have done it this way or why don't you do this? And without really having the context, right, of uh, what's going on inside the company or their project. Yeah, yeah. So so that's the thing. So understanding, to understand the creator, you must be a creator. And, and that's the thing. Because experience, so creating is not something easy. Creating something from nothing, it's maybe the hardest part that so, someone should actually experience, right? So just imagine creating this whole ecosystem. And, and then, you know what? We can jump about talking about the rainbow system, right, Blair? We should actually jump into, into that. Yes, and, and, and going back to, but because you just reminded me right now, when you say that about, uh, you know, also uh, David Goggins' book, right, can hurt me when the part that he says that, you know, people are watching others, right, do the ultra or, you know, hiking, I don't know, Mount Everest. And from your seat, your comfortable seat in your living room, you're watching the TV and you, and you go and say, hey, I want to do that someday. But in reality, uh, the week has seven days and none of those days are called someday, right? It doesn't exist. It's Sunday or, but someday doesn't exist, right? And and we like to say, oh, someday I'll do that. Or if it was me, I would do this and that or the other, but you're not in, in that position. So until you do it, you cannot really tell somebody else what it would take to, to actually make it happen, which is amazing about David Goggins is how he was able to turn around his life, right? From a $200, uh, 200-pound person to a very fit and uh, achieving so much in his life. That's a big turnaround. You, you know what is very interesting what, uh, what you just said? is like, for example, in my own experience, my second Dark Knight of the Soul was my, my divorce, right? But because it was my second uh, Dark Knight of the Soul, I already knew what I had to do. I, I had to experience pain, sacrifice, and start this uh, journey of growth. I already knew that what I had to do. So, so one of my, my goals was actually uh, uh, join the, the, Spartan, the Spartan beast race. So I choose not, so the Spartan, the Spartan race are these obstacle races, right? And, and, and they're, they're divided into, into categories and, and, and into easy to easy to hard ones, right? So we have uh, different ones and we have this Spartan sprint. And then the, the, the second hardest one is called the Spartan beast. And I have never experienced any of these obstacle races, but because I already knew that I, I had to actually put myself to a, a challenge, I chose the second hard, the hardest one. Even my friends, they told me that I should have not doing that one because I was not going to make it, but I didn't care. I was like, you know what? I'm, going, I'm, I'm just going to prepare myself to, to do the Spartan Beast. I don't care. And not even not not only doing it, I was gonna shoot shoot myself doing all the all the challenges and all the obstacles just to show that that it was done right. So I prepare myself for a whole year. But once that okay, it's not the fir the, the first part is doing is is taking the decision. I wanna prepare myself for the Spartan Beast. But then after you you accept the challenge, 
you need to understand what you need. Like you start to understanding why it's so hard. So I had to train myself for a whole year training my grip training. I had to train myself, you know, with this uh, five kilograms and 15 kilogram vest while running, while walking and stuff like that, just to get the endurance of all of this. But you don't know that until you put yourself into the test, until you put yourself into, into the challenge of actually facing what you want to, to face. Because when you're in your comfortable position, you just see it and one part of you tells you, yeah, it's very easy until you start trying to actually overcoming all the tests that you need to overcome, right? So for example, as a developer, as a creator of an app, I see the same in here. I see that they're rolling, they're rolling these mechanics in, in, in the hope of creating a, a self-sustainable uh, ecosystem. But it's not like they have the magic formula, right? The magic formula will become after many tries. As long as they keep trying, we should be good. We should actually encourage them to try, to try as many times because if we believe in the project, that what that what will that it will be the 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 that it will be the part that will actually create a great project. Absolutely. But imagine feeling the pressure of I don't know how many thousand people complaining because they're not earning their money they should be earning, right? It's Absolutely. very difficult. It's not the same when you're when you yourself you're the one losing money, you are the one creating something that when now you have in your back a, a, a thousand people, like I don't know how many thousand, hundred thousand people complaining about it. So for me, I really respect that position. Yes, yes. So it's uh, an hour that we have been uh, discussing the book, discussing uh, how it about the lessons and how it applies to Stepen, and it applies to our lives, of course. And uh, it was. Uh, thank you, Rada, for sharing your uh, story about what has happened in your life. And it was really inspirational to hear you because, uh, you know, this is what is incredible about the community that we have is because if you hang out around people that are, uh, you know, in the same path as you are, then you feel encouraged to continue right that's why it's good that we're creating these uh, community these spaces because we all believe in the project we all see the uh, positive impact in our lives with the health aspects and then of course like Armand is saying every, everybody wants to make money tomorrow but in the meantime at least we have all these other ROI good habits that we're forming which are more impactful actually because you feel more energetic and able to to accomplish more and uh, i think it's is like like the visa commercial is priceless <laughs> that's right Blair. hey thank you for letting me come up guys i love what you're doing i love the example that you're setting and i completely agree let's all support each other pick each other up every boat rises as the tide rises So let's rise the tide together, you know, be an inspiration to someone, help someone out. 
don't give in to the negativity. It's not worth it. Totally right. right. And, and also, I love what everybody's doing now, that everybody's trying. Oh, Shanky's requesting. Nice. Guys and girls, it's, it's, it's just uh, we have like 20 or 30 minutes left. Come up. Let me um, add Shanky. Actually, I think Chunky is the, the last one because, you know, we, 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 start, we, we need to talk about Rainbow, about the giveaway and stuff. So Chunky is going to be our last. A speaker here welcome buddy hey hey how's it going um look i'll keep it super short and sweet i just wanted to thank you guys for what you're doing and let you know that like i know you were talking about stepping out of your comfort zone uh doing these spaces and getting that started uh you guys are doing spectacular things for the community for for people's mindsets and for people's motivation and i uh, wanted to thank you for for doing that and um you're being inspirational and, and you're an inspiration to the community and to me so thanks Thank My you, Chunky. Thank you. That's that's wonderful. I want to hear anyway, Armandy. I want to hear if he has read the book and and any lessons that he it, it maybe has uh, had in your life or any other book or motivation that you um, that has encouraged you personally. I have not, but I'm going to now. I guess I missed the boat on the book, and um, I somehow overlooked the whole thing. But um, I'm absolutely going to to go ahead and look into getting it and having to read now my friend and do you have your battle cry yet are you gonna just shout out your battle cry right now or or it's not ready it's not quite ready well it's ready but i don't want to do it on a space i want to do it on a video but it is ready <laughs> my friend and it's coming it's coming it within like robert dean. 12 hours max i have to go to a football it game it's with the robert dean howard dean <laughs> howard dean that's all that's all we need to know howard dean <laughs> okay okay so so for the heroes that are here just take a look at chunk he's preparing his battle cry and he's gonna uh, create a video and post it on the uh, spots of war giveaway so all you heroes uh, you know uh, please uh, move your gaze into these stepping villagers this proud stepping villager who actually put himself into the test and speak with us in this space, right? So for me, Chunky, you already have my GMT from tomorrow because you actually wanted to speak in here and you and you just help us doing it. So you're going to be my next choice for tomorrow as a hero, buddy. You already come with 10 GMTs from myself. You are the man, Armandi. I can't thank you enough. And I'm pumped. For the GMT, I'm pumped even more to share my battle cry with the world. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, so Blair, do you want me to explain a little bit more about this uh, weird and cryptic giveaway that we're doing? Yes. Yes. To tell everybody. <laughs> okay. So, for the people who are actually not involved of what the heck is happening with the Steppen Villagers and Steppen Heroes, uh, we're doing this 30 days give give away and what we're doing is we are uh, splitting uh, the giveaway into two different classes right we have the stepping villagers to become a stepping villager you need to post under the uh, sponsor of war giveaway you need to post a battle cry 
either a video or a writing one, but I really think the, the video ones are having more success from heroes. You need to, to write down what clan you want to be, either Mystery Box Hunter, a GMT Berserker trying to, to mine the GMT, or a GST Viking going all the way for, for GST. You need to choose a clan, so you're gonna write down the clan in, under the thread, you're gonna write down your ballot cry uh, about Steppen or whatever, a warrior battle cry. And you need to follow the people that we post that you need to follow under the, the thread, right? That will make you a Steppen villager. Once that you are a Steppen villager, you will have the chance to receive 20 GMT from the Steppen heroes. Who are the Steppen heroes? Well, the Steppen heroes are, are people who actually are donating this GMT to the, to the pool. So you need to try to gain favor from these Steppen heroes, either mentioning them, either doing a, a, a funny video that they like or praise them in the, under the thread, right? And if a Steppen hero choose you, uh, he will drop you 10 GMP to your, to your address. Doesn't matter if, like for example, Chunky, if I give you 10 GMT and other Stepping Hero wants to give you 10 GMT the same day, doesn't matter. He can, like, all the heroes can give you 10 GMT if, if you gain their favor, right? So that's the cool part. So far, we have uh, donated into, into the Stepping Realm, into the Stepping Verse, we have donated 380 GMTs. And right now on the pool, we have a 590 GMTs to give away until November the 6th. So for you as a villager, you need to post every day if you wanna have favor, of, if you wanna gain favor over the heroes, you need to post every day your battle cry, uh, either in a video, you can do creative things about it, you can do creative things about every hero, it's, it's your choice. But first, you need to become a Steppen Villagers following us, uh, and that's it. So I really think having 10 GMT for, for your efforts and, and creating some context, content, it's really cool. So that's from the part of the Villagers, right? Villagers receive GMT, and then we have the heroes. To become, to become a hero right now, okay, so heroes, they donate GMT, and they receive uh, the NFTs and NFTs cards that you guys have seen in in my posts. For every fifteen uh, GMTs that heroes donate, that that a guy donate, it will it receive one NFT. The minimum amount to become a hero is thirty GMTs, and you will get two NFT cards. As a hero, the reward that you have, of course, is in itself, giving away and helping people, it's a reward. It's, it's really so much fun giving rewards to the villagers and sending them ravens to fill their pouch with coin of GMTs and stuff like that. It is so much fun. Also, you will join the heroes, the Hall of Heroes chat that we have in Twitter. And at the end of the campaign, if, if the hero collect more than three cards, 
I will do a special raffle with some uh, special physical goodies that I will do. So, so only the heroes able uh, who partic well, only the people who collect these three color, three or more colors from these cards will be able to enter this raffle. But how I see it, this this sponsor of war giveaway is actually involving in something something else more interesting. But I cannot tell you how it will evolve because we're like just creating it on the go, right? What do you think, Blair? What's your point of view of this crazy giveaway? It's amazing. It's amazing in how the response that you have received from everyone. It's like all of us have become warriors, stepping warriors. And you know what I love also is that not only are we, are we doing the, uh, the challenge, but we all are also becoming like uh, different clans and everybody's like uh, helping other people. Like if they do, like when you uh, said, you know, um, Jan had tweeted, right? The open letter. And we all went underneath the, the thread and commented on his uh, on his uh, open letter. I thought that was, you know, really another thing that is uh, bringing us all together. And um, I think it's, it's really wonderful and everybody and should then, join it. And, and also, I just want to say there's this new mechanic. This is an alpha for you guys, villagers. This, this new mechanic uh, that we're going to implement it's in the game, in this game, in this Sports of War game, is going to be with uh, the special villager NFT cards. So I've sent four cards to each hero. Each hero have four of these villager cards. If a villager gets three of these cards from three different heroes, that we, of course, acknowledge that we're giving to them because every time that we give a card, we actually have a spreadsheet with the name of the people that we give the card. If a villager actually collects three villager cards from three different heroes, we're going to give him 50 GMTs from the pool. So I think that's a pretty cool, uh, a cruel, that's a pretty cool prize to, to, to get. How will you get those NFTs from your favorite heroes? Well, you will have to do deeds and gain the favor of your favorite heroes, right? And and that's the, the next phase of this giveaway. So awesome. you, be, you villager, will have to choose three heroes and do deeds for the chance of winning these three cards. And if you get three cards, we're just going to drop you 50 GMTs. That's awesome. an alpha. I'm going to put that in between today and tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but but I hope you guys will, will love it and, and enjoy it. Yes. I think uh, I see a lot of um, heroes and uh, villagers here in the, uh, in the audience. Uh, I don't know. It's already 4-12. Uh, Armandi, are we going to say anything yes. about the rainbow, the rainbow system? And yeah. uh, I don't know if... Uh, for sure, yeah. for sure. So, so for so for you, for you, how do you see the rainbow system, Blair? What's your point of view? Of course, as anybody that knows me already, everybody that knows me already, right? I I totally felt that it was a great 
uh, opportunity for stepping to uh, correct course and, and try to get rid of all the uh, extra sneakers. I think uh, the implementation has been good. I think, uh, obviously, it had to be a big impact in someone's... Uh, it's like getting a, a lottery ticket. But the, the good thing about it is that even if you don't win the ticket for the lottery, you get a prize, right? Because it's not like you're losing everything. and You get an, an uncommon and then, you know, or, or a double up. So I think uh, it was... Uh, a, a great that they finally did it because otherwise it will linger, right? Linger in the uh, low, you know, sneaker prices, the low sneaker, the low GMT price, the low GST price. And even though people were happy, I mean, with the classics, we were earning, um, I don't know, 20 or 30 GMT uh, a, a day for, for most of the uh, users that have. Can you hear me well, Armandi? I think I was cutting off. Yes, yes. Just, you just cut yourself, but now now you're good. Okay. So I think it's, it's really what Jan and, and, um, and all of the team had been explaining, which they did in many different ways. They had the town hall where they announced it, where everybody was making fun. People forget. I mean, they announced rainbows, because remember, they, they were making fun of Jan saying, uh, did he say Rainbow or Rambo? I, I thought it was, you know, many different um, ways that they communicated this. They did it in the town hall. They did it in the medium articles. They did it in the uh, uh, open letters. Many, many different ways. And everybody knew that was coming. And everybody knew the classic pool was going to be something just to appease people that had taken their their... All of us that had taken our, our shoes to, to 30 level, waiting for the GMT earnings. So that was introduced this way to, you know, give some time for the community to earn in that pool. But as I have told you before, if the uh, price of GMT goes higher, even if you're earning less, GMT is going to be more valuable, right? So you're still going to be earning, um, you know, maybe equal or more if people would allow this to work because the FUD and the uh, negativity also contributes to uh, to the sentiment. And what's happening is that people that have the rainbow don't want to talk about it because they're getting hate. So it's like a, a, a crazy negative loop that is being created now with uh, the FUD. Well, th that's right. The, the only uh, the advice that I have for people, I actually just said in the Stephen Marathon, by the way, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna do the design of the shirt of this official Stephen Marathon space. I already told them that I was going to do the design of that shirt. So it, I just want to advise people, right? Because what we don't want is to we want this project to last as long as it can. And, and to do it, we need to, to advise people about making decisions. And for example, right now with rainbows, and, 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 I, and I, I had chat with two different persons who actually had two different experiences with rainbows, right? And, and two of those people were on the, on the heroes chat. And, and we are not judging them. We are learning from those mistakes. That's what we want to do, understand their mistakes. That's why I'm not mentioning names, but, but we need to understand their mistakes. 
the, the, the good one was uh, from Stepan Elite. He got a level three rainbow gem, right? So, wow, that's amazing. What's the value of that rainbow gem? Like $10,000 or something like that, right? Uh, and yes. that's great. Some people start fighting and saying, oh, but what about the commoner? And what about he is a, he's not a whale? And, and he got the chance to get it, right? So you don't have to be a whale. I think the mistake, it's believing that you can actually beat probabilities and over-investing into trying to get the chance of winning the lottery. I think that's the mistake that people are getting. As I say in the beginning, well, if you are risking your energy your shoe folio, your strategy, if you're risking all this to try to get a quick buck, a fast buck, trying to get rainbows, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure you're, you're going to fail. Uh, or, or I'm pretty sure more people are going to fail than succeed. And then you will have nothing left. And after that, you're going to complain about the project. And we are going to get screwed because of it. So don't do it. The way I see we should treat rainbow and rainbow gems is like, I see it in two ways. First, as an offering to the gods, trying to enhance once or twice as an offering just to support the project and stuff like that. And as a, as, as a way to add into your strategy and doing it once a month, not hurting your energy and not hurting your shoe folio. If you're doing it once a month and you can afford it, I, I, I that's what I will do. And in, in talking about gems, of course, I'm not gonna, if I need to upgrade my gems, I will try them, but for the sake of upgrading the gems, not for the sake of getting the rainbow. And if I get the rainbow gems or if I get the rainbow sneaker, well, that will be a great, a fantastic bonus that I will enjoy, but I'm not playing for that. Why? Because remember, we are playing for the long term. The long you last in the game, the better chances to succeed you have. And I'm just going to post the quote that I post uh, today about that, that it says this. It says, you are like a hunter. Your knowledge of every detail of the forest and of the ecosystem as a whole will give you many more options for survival and success. So I'm going to quote that and I'm going to add surviving. The, the word here is surviving. Don't risk your strategies trying to get a quick buck. Oh, okay, I understand many invest. If you invest a lot in GMT and now you're getting half the GMT that you were receiving, it is better to have half the GMT you're receiving right now than getting nothing from selling all your shoes and screwing your own strategy, right? So that will be my advice about talking about rainbows. I really think with all people burning this... Uh, okay, so in the other way, if we see people that gamble, they're helping the ecosystem. I cannot, like, gambling is not something good, and I don't advise you to actually gamble, as I say. But if you guys are gambling, at least you're helping the ecosystem and you're helping us all. I wouldn't 
advise you to gamble all your money or to take a loan and stuff it's, like it's, that? It's, it's also, you know, it's, I, I think, Armandi, it's also, well, we're not giving you any financial advice, right? Uh, this is like uh, Catherine says in Stephen Daly, it's not financial advice. Everybody can implement their own strategy that they want to do. But Armandi, I think also it's about attitude, you know, because I don't think the Japanese community sees it like we do. You know, they, they for some reason, they have more resources, they have more money, they have their own strategies. I don't think Lady is actually gambling. I think he really thought through this, his strategy, right? He, he, he thought, okay, 200 tries is going to be, I don't know, 1,800, 1,400 soul, and that's going to, you know, uh, uh, get me a rainbow and then you know he, he's, he's described it there in his tweet if you translate it how he was going to get his ROI back and then he was going to reinvest it in buying Genesis buying gems buying uh, uh, more sneakers so everybody has their own um, their own uh, you know it, the, everybody has to take their own risks based on their own understanding of their situation, but also make it light and fun. The way that they, they describe what they're doing is really fun. You know, when I read their, I translate their tweets, it's, it's amazing the way they think. And they're doing well. So I think uh, the, the process of the rainbows it should be something fun and not be something that is uh, negative or, you know, I don't believe that it's gambling per se, because as I said, you're getting something, right? Out of doing an upgrade, you might get, uh, I don't know, a, a level two regular gem, or it can be unsuccessful, but at least you're doing something that you enjoy. It's like all those games out there. I don't play games, by the way. I don't play Axie. I don't play Fortnite. I, don't, I have no idea about those games, to be honest with you. But I just think that people that enjoy that part of stepping, they should uh, do it if they find it fun. Right, it, it should. Okay, so here we we need to differentiate with, between strategies and be, and taking risk. Right, if you have a, a nice, a powerful strategy and you have the money to do it, uh, go for it. Right, like if, it, it's just the same. It's, it's not the same running five minutes than running an ultra marathon. Uh, I would not dare myself to go through an ultra marathon right now. Uh, because of it, and I don't want it, right? It will be a mistake for me trying to get this ultra marathon for myself because I know myself. So, so, so here is to people to know themselves and not risking many that they can, more that they can't afford, right? Exactly. That's what we don't exactly. Want. Exactly. Yeah. And and not and, and not... if you're gonna uh, sorry, if you're gonna take the risk, at least be aware how much risk you're going to wanted to take. Because I'm pretty sure nobody wants to, to get themselves into a point that they lost everything because they risk more than they could afford. That's not a that's not something that's not an experience that anyone wants to experience, right, Blair? Absolutely, I agree, and I, and I think that the people that are doing it, uh, like Lady, I don't know how to pronounce his uh, his name. I think it's Lady, and somebody else raw raw i think uh, and everybody else or even uh, stepping elite they got the uh, level three rainbow gem they obviously 
had a plan of what they wanted to do and implemented it. And I and and they love stepping. They enjoy the game. They enjoy uh, walking and running. And to be honest, I don't see them fighting like we are in our communities. I mean, when I read or translate their tweets, they all are for stepping and and wanted uh, for for the. Um, uh, you know, for their plans of implementing the rainbow to succeed. And I think when when somebody gets the rainbow, when they start getting all the hate underneath their post, that only discourages them from uh, doing it. And, you know, I think this that's not helpful for, for the game or for stepping because remember what they're trying to do is get rid of all the... Um, all the uh, sneakers, the the oversupply of sneak, sneakers. And there are people out there, Armandi, that have a lot of money and can buy toys. I mean, people that spend money on cars, people that spend money on, uh, you know, expensive jewelry that doesn't really have any extra value except whatever it brings them personally. And I think that those people like that, if they want to go for it, they, they actually can. That, that's right. Like, if you can, it's not the same taking a, a dollar from a poor people than from a, 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 a rich person, right? And and they know, like, these kind of people, they know the risk they could take. For the average, I'm just speaking, the average the average player, you should not risk your, your strategy trying to get rich quickly with a rainbow. It doesn't mean it, it, you won't have luck, right? But don't risk it at the end. That's my advice. And, and for me, GMT Classic earning was not the mechanic that we needed to self-balance the equation, was the rainbow one. And, and I'm excited even that I'm not enhancing like, like crazy, like I'm just going to do one a month and that's it. It's the mechanic that I'm studying to see how it will actually self-balance this ecosystem while we are here still in the bear market because we are still in the bear market. And, and it, it is what excites me the most, understanding and seeing these mechanics play through. And while I, I myself get prepared for the next one that is coming, that's marathon mode, right? But I have my own strategies for that. And, and, and just keep going. And Blair, do you want to do the raffle for the four, the four NFT cards that we're yes. going to give away? Yes, let's do that. And uh, I, I'm reading actually the comments because I don't want us to be just about us. I mean, I, I want everybody to to participate also. Yes. And, uh, you know, I, I want to translate what Pat, Pat, Patty is saying. Uh, she's saying that, you know, in 2013, she read uh, Paulo Coelho and she had an obsession with his books. She read all the uh, about nine of his books and love them and uh it uh it was uh, really influential in her life and that all her all his books are like friends of hers i hope i translated that well and i appreciate that you wrote that uh patty patricia is one of our spanish community um members you actually won patricia won one of the uh, gmt challenges that's right uh, she's one of the heroes as well She's one of the heroes, too. She's one so, of the heroes. So I think uh, who else commented? Uh, Lauren, to you? I hope I pronounce your name well. Lauren? Lauren, yes. So he's uh, saying that uh, he's proud to be in this uh, space and with us here. 
great social fight game, Armandi. You're the best, Crypto Maker is saying. And <laughs> he's actually saying that he's saying to uh, Jerry and to Jan to look at what you're doing so that they can implement that in the social aspects of, uh, of Stepen. So he's giving you a compliment about what you're doing with your challenge of uh, the heroes. Thank you very much. I'm just, uh, I, I think imagination is everything. Everything starts with imagination and I like to imagine things. I like to create one of the, okay, one of the things that, that I want to uh, praise about walking is that seriously, like I've been walking like crazy. Like, like for example, today and yesterday, I just did 240 energy walks, right? So I've been walking like crazy and you know what? Walking is a different experience than running. Running is when I want to, you know, get like explode with energy and, and feel powerful and stuff like that. But walk, walking has helped me to boost my creativity in many ways. Like seriously, I cannot describe how much my creativity has been boosted after getting a, a, the habit of walking more than one hour. And that's one of the things that I have experienced in, in, in doing the step in. So please, awesome. uh, okay. So let the NFTs. Yes. So we're gonna choose one winner. Uh, four winners. Four winners. Okay. Hold on. So while while I do that, you guys can keep it here. I see Chunky still yeah. in the stage. So yeah, Chunky, if you wanna say something, what do you think about the the the, the rainbows? About the rainbow sneakers, um, I, I think you're spot on with um with people having realistic expectations and and uh understanding the risks and um not going into it as a hail mary uh, not even not only losing finances but like even losing energy in the game uh and not only that the mental wear and tear like hoping and hoping and hoping to get something that will earn you as much as they do and then not getting it and knowing that you lost in the process i think people should be really really wary and, and put themselves their finances and their mindset first, because that's the most important thing. Totally, my friend. Yeah, that, you know what? That's that's part of the community. So as a community, let's speak with what we believe. We want this project to last as long as we can. And to do it, we need to uh, tell people not to do these mistakes. Not that I have not done those mistakes, right? Because I've done it. Like I've been best. I, I mean, my mistake was... I made a mistake with Solana, buying my Rera 240 Solanas, and then on BNB, right? But I do not, I do not blame anybody. Uh, I take that blame for myself. And even with those mistakes, I'm, I'm earning pretty much. I, I, I'm getting a, a good, a good uh, a return of investment, monthly return of, of investment. Of course, not, not like a two months return of investment. But one, two, three years return of investment if is great. If I compare to other investment that I have, that I cannot do anything and they're stuck like that. So that's why at least at least in Stepen, I know the more I know, the more I get involved, the more chances of of getting my investment back in the long term will I will get. And if the project grows, I will grow the, with the project as well. And so it's a win-win for me, even with my mistakes. So for you guys, it's my recommendation for you to learn from the mistakes, 
until you polish your strategies. All righty. So we have only two winners because I don't know why my Twitter picker always when I put more than two, it's just, I guess, uh, it's, too, it's not enough people to be able to do that many uh, wins, I guess, is what's telling me. So, uh, but we have two winners to announce. So the first winner is Rafael Sanchez. Rafa, you are a very lucky guy. You keep winning all the time. Can you hear me, uh, Armandi? Yes, I don't see Rafael Sanchez. Yes, he's, uh, he's I got, here. Oh, I, saw, I, oh, I, I got it. I got, okay. I, I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's acknowledging it uh, right now. And then the second winner is, I don't know, he, where, where did he go? He's there, Rox. Rox is the second winner. No, Rox is a hero. He, oh, well, no, 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 he can win, yeah. Rox, dude, you just won another NFT for your collection. He already had some... He already have the three colors, so he's he's gonna have another one to give away. Awesome, 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 awesome! Remember that we're choosing from the people that are here on the stage, and from the people that uh, tweeted the. Uh, Can the you actual... do another another Twitter picker to choose the two more? Hold on, while, hold on. Let me Rafa see if talks. I can. Okay. ¿Qué pasó, Rafa? Felicidades. Thank you. This is my second car. Eh, gracias. Con, eh, felicidades, congratulations. Entonces, si tú, imagínate, si tú obtienes una tercera este, tarjeta, if you get a third card, now you will be able to enter the raffle that I'm going to do eh, at the end of, of the Spoils of War giveaway. Right, my friend? So if you keep being lucky like this, uh, you are on the go, buddy. So, have you already uh, record your spoils of war battle cry, my friend? Ya, ya dijiste tu, tu grito de batalla, Rafael. Uh, today? Or... Así es. Today, no. Okay. Acuérdate, intenta hacerlo. Por ahí, ahí tenemos héroes como Patricia que hablan español y lo puedes poner en español, ¿eh? Puedes hacer tu video en español para llamar la atención de los héroes que hablan español también, ¿eh? Ok, thank you. Felicidades, hermano. Congratulations, Rafa. Gracias. Ok, so... Um... The, the two other winners are, because I did it through Twitter's um, picker, is still choosing people that I don't know. Maybe he was here earlier, but left. It's Gus. I don't see him here anymore. Uh, and the other uh, winner is the Shaolin Magician Wolf. Oh, there you go. The Shaolin Magician Wolf. Congratulations, my friend. So... Please, uh, are you going to post the winners uh, on the, the yes, thread Yes, yes, I'm going to post them in two separate, um, in two separate, uh, or actually, you know, I'm just going to do it myself because uh, they're two separate uh, Twitter pickers. Yep. Okay, so you so you guys send me your, your Polygon address so I can send you the, the cards. 
and it's time to wrap up. We wrap up in, in hour and a half. Always, always we wrap up in hour and a half uh, for you to, to know. Thank you, guys. I hope you guys enjoy the space. Blair, always a pleasure being with you. Uh, do you want to say the final words? Same, same, same. Super, super happy that we had this space and we were able to discuss The Alchemist. And I would say, you know, everyone read it or hear it in Audible. I think it's an amazing uh, book that uh, teaches us so many different lessons, lessons about life and uh, about overcoming your fears and about, uh, you know, uh, following your dreams. And um, let's see what other books we can uh, discuss. Maybe you guys can also comment underneath the uh, tweet and let me know what books you guys read that have inspired you and, and helped you along your journey in life. And let's stay positive and keep building, keep stepping in. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Bye, bye, everyone. Adios, Estepanistas. Adios. We love you, guys. Bye, bye.